And again, keep in mind that me and LJ are like 12. One, either you made it, or two, you're fucked. I'm not doing it on Sunday. I'm sorry. Chapulé. I'm gonna exaggerate the fuck out of this. So we had one coach who had a permanent heart on all the time. <laughs> yeah, this shit's kind of annoying Yay! though, but yeah. I'm buying your ass a thong. <laughs> yeah. Who would win right now? You or 55-year-old Jackie Chan? I'm about to throw the fuck up. He wants that little dick. I'd say it's the biggest fight of the year. They may be the best team in the NBA. Fun facts for you about dating. I think different women like different things not told anybody about this story in my life. Right now, you're listening to On Wax, the podcast, and I got to jump right in, man. I got to jump right in. Scratch that. Scratch the intro. Let me redo it. Yo, what up? This is John Exotic, and right now, you're listening to On Wax, the podcast. I love that shit. I love that shit. Last couple days, I've been watching Tiger King, just like the rest of the world. I've been watching Tiger King. I'd hate to say that I probably was one of the first ones to watch Tiger King. So, you know, it is what it is. I won't take all the credit. But um, I watched it right when it came out. And um, I watched, like, the first two episodes. And I was like, eh, it's, it's pretty good. And then, and then, you know, I finished the rest of it, like, in the next day because it was that good. But Tiger King, Netflix, whatever you're doing right now, finish the podcast right now. So, so, so finish this episode right here, right here, and then log into your Netflix. If you don't have Netflix, I know your best friends has Netflix. Log in, get one of their credentials, and watch Tiger King. It's on Netflix. Super duper dope. It's hillbilly as fuck. But guess what? I'm hillbilly too. So I love that shit. I love that shit. It's about a tiger owner. He lives in Oklahoma and he raises and breeds and sells all these tigers. And then you have this lady from Florida and she doesn't like that he sells and blah, blah, blah. So she's trying to shut him down. But but in my personal opinion, if you've seen the show, she's pretty much doing exactly what he's doing. And getting a lot of money for it. So, like, she's kind of sort of a hypocrite. Her husband goes missing. Everybody thinks that she kills her husband. I personally, right now, I'm going to tell you right now, I personally don't think she killed her husband, to be honest with you. But that's, I'm going to give you guys time to watch it before I tell you all my my thing. Actually, I'll tell you right now, just because, like, once you're watching, you'll be like, oh, this is what John was talking about. The lady that doesn't like Joe Exotic selling tigers, she has a husband. Apparently they're already on the rocks anyways. He's already on he already has one foot in, one foot out of the marriage. He keeps traveling to Costa Rica. He tells a friend, if I'm able to pull this off, this shit's gonna be fucking crazy. Days before he says he wants a divorce, then out of out of nowhere he just goes missing. May I remind you this guy's a millionaire and has access and has planes and that knows how to fly planes and he had a side chick in Costa Rica already that he visited frequently and he goes missing no one ever found any traces in the United States of a body and then they're trying to tell us or tell you know everybody or try to frame her to say that she killed the husband and fed him to the tigers 
listen, I, the only person that's going to feed me to the tiger, if, if I'm married to a bitch, the only person that's going to be able to physically feed me to tigers is like Chris Cyborg or Amanda Nunez or, or something, fucking Ronda Rousey, maybe, you know, maybe, but shit, I've seen her ass get knocked out, so shit, I wish Ronda Rousey would, but seriously, like, so you're telling me a woman is going to kill a man, which I mean is possible, right, catch him when he's sleeping or something, but then there's like so many different, you know, scenarios and fed him to the tigers, chopped him up and then, ah, come on, man. That boy had some Puerto Rican. It was like, fuck this white bitch. Fuck this white bitch. I want that Costa Rican freaking. And he just dips that, you know, and, and he let the bitch have it a million. He don't care. He, they, he has money. You don't think he has money? Like, come on. He had some offshore accounts. He, he's good over where he's at. I personally don't think she killed the husband, but that's not even, that's the smallest segment of the whole show, so I just jumped in as something small, anyways, so the Tiger King, his name's Joe Exotic, and he has like 300 tigers, and he breeds them what you're not supposed to, he sells them what you're not supposed to, um, a bitch's arm got fucking bit off and just tore off. Some dude offs himself. I mean, there's a lot on camera, so you could actually see it watching the documentary. There's so he's happens to be gay. He turns a straight man gay. I gotta talk about this real quick because this is fucking funny, man. I was talking to one of my friends. I will not put him on wax because I truly do don't care what you are. By the way, so I, this is funny to me, and I'm this is just a joke. But we're talking and we're we're talking about a porno. And he was all like, dude, yeah, I was watching this porno, da 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 and this guy had a fucking big cock. And I'm like, whoa, whoa. Like, I've watched several pornos, and never, not once, have I thought, oh, yeah, this guy got a big cock. Never did. I, just, I, I personally, that's just like, yeah, I don't care if he has a small one, a little one. I'm more focused on the women's assets, you know, while I watch, to be honest with you. Um, but he had made that comment, and I thought it was kind of funny. Like, oh shit, I didn't even, I didn't even notice shit like that. And what's funny about this, this documentary, and how I'm tying my friend to the guy in the documentary, is because this younger worker starts working for Joe Exotic, who is gay, and Joe Exotic asks him, "Are you straight?" And the guy goes, "Yeah, I'm straight." And he goes, "You like porno?" And the guy goes, "Yeah, I like porno." And he guys, guys, Joe Exotic says, you like them when they have the big dick or the small dick? And the guy goes, well, I like them when they have that big dick. And then Joe says, well, you're not that straight. You're not as straight as you think you are, boy. And then he ends up turning the, the straight man out. Now he's gay, married to Joe Exotic. Again, it's some crazy shit. I ain't even going to give you all the details. I'm just saying that... Um, it's a fucking crazy documentary. Tiger King Netflix. It's super duper 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 And how can we talk on this episode without talking about the whole coronavirus and the quarantine? We're uh, a week, a week. Uh, I think we're like seven, eight days now uh, from the coronavirus, from the whole quarantine thing, since it really, really blew up and everybody's kind of had the whole, the whole quarantine thing. And, you know, uh, it's just kind of crazy still. It's, it's still kind of crazy because now the most recent person that has it that came out that's relevant to me is Slim Thug. Slim Thug has it. And, okay, so hear me out. Trump and everybody's saying if you have symptoms, don't get tested. Just self-quarantine. 
Okay. And then celebrities are all getting tested and then they're making like announcement saying like, well, I'm not, I wasn't showing any symptoms. I wasn't, I feel great. I'm not, you know, I know, I know for sure Donovan Mitchell said that he wasn't showing symptoms. I know Slim Thug said that he had a mild, mild headache and a mild fever, but he's always precautious and decided to get tested. He had it. You know, there's a lot of people that are saying that they didn't even have any type of signs but they still got tested. But then when you do have signs, you're not supposed to get tested. And only celebrities are getting tested because they're the only ones that have access to the damn fucking test. So, like, these numbers are not accurate. That's that's one thing I'm saying is these numbers are not accurate. And then someone told me, like, you got you to gotta think about this, too. Like, how do you even know? This is conspiracy right now. But, like, how do you even know these people really have one? Like, really have it? You know how easy it would be for someone to take the test and the doctor just to say, like, you have the coronavirus and like now, like, where's the proof that you have coronavirus? You have mild symptoms of like a flu and all of a sudden you have coronavirus. And if you're a fucking celebrity and you go out in the public and tell people like, man, I didn't think it could happen to me. But if it happened to me, it happened to you. Like, stay inside, people. Blah, blah, blah. Like, hmm. Like now, now I was listening to a uh, shout out to my boy, uh, ultrasonic. Uh, he was on live and he was like, man, it kind of hit home because I know Slim Thug and if it can happen to him, it could happen to me. And I was one of these people that really didn't believe in it. And I was still chilling with the boys, you know, still partying. Da, 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 da. But if it happened to Slim Thug, it can happen to me. And then I watched some thug shit and he was like, yeah, I mean, the doctor told me I had it. And then I'm like, wait. So doctors can just go in there and literally be like, well, yep, you have the coronavirus. Like, what in the fuck? I don't know. I'm not that smart at it, but I think it is kind of weird that the doctor can just say, yep, you have the coronavirus. And whoop, just a uh, high profile celebrity has the coronavirus. It's just kind of nuts. You know, what else bothers me is when you have like, I love Conor McGregor, favorite athlete, probably of all time, by the way. But Conor McGregor gets on. Instagram or some shit and has a three minute rant about how he wants everybody to self quarantine. No one goes out of their house. Da, 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 da. No, it's easy for you to say. You have a couple million in the bank. You have fucking nannies and, you know, da, 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 to go out and get your shit. And you think, oh, I'm doing the right thing by self quarantining. Had somebody else, you know, jump at me and was like, why are you always at the store? Why, why are you out right now? You need to be inside. Mmm, sorry, I don't have money to grocery shop for two to three weeks, you know, and spend $200 at the grocery store and just be like, okay, now I'm going to be able to self-quarantine. All I'm saying is it's a lot easier for the more fortunate people to give these messages like, you need to stay inside, you need to do this and that, you need to not go out, okay, you finna buy my groceries too? You finna curbside my shit? Oh, you finna pay my electric bill? You're not? Then mind your business. It is kind of scary how this shit could spread, though. Like, I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm one to believe that that this whole coronavirus thing is real, and I'm trying not to think that there's a bigger meaning. There's something bigger, like government conspiracy, and it came from China government, the China government, and you know, you hear all this thing like it was man-made, and and then then I've heard something about the like the whole five G 
you know, radiation, and, and, and then you hear, like, oh, they're trying to change, you know, the, the, the value of a dollar, that's why the stock market's and everything going down, and da 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 and the whole martial law is going to come in effect, and they want to da 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 and I'm, I'm trying to think it's just the virus, and, and the higher-ups are literally telling us to quarantine for our protection as a precaution, so we don't get it, because it can spread so easily, so, like, hear me out. Uh, one of my really good friends, by the way, told me he had a very high fever. He's felt sick like he's never felt before. He's like, I've had the flu. I've had the cold. This is something like I've never felt before. Fever, da 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 He's like, I, I legitimately think I had the coronavirus. Uh-huh. Bag, 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 bag. What? Give me 50 feet. Give me 50 feet. What? Give me 50 feet. Yeah, no thanks, man. Back up from me, bro. Um, but, but what I'm saying is how easy it could have been spread. So like, let's just say I, I, uh, hang out with a friend. He has a wife and three kids. He gives it to his wife and three kids. His wife goes to her parents' house. Now both of her, uh, parents have it. And what if she had two siblings that were there with nieces and nephews? Now they have it. Then they go to their families. Like it can spread like a motherfucker. And I know that it's, that's pretty much, you know, common sense, but like, I, I'm fully believing that the whole quarantine is a good idea if I knew that the virus was legitimate and I knew that that was the only thing that this whole nation and this whole uh, the world is, is facing. If I knew that it wasn't something, you know, if I knew it was just the virus and nothing else. And I think later down the line, you know, 10 years from now, 15 years from now, 20 years from now, 50 years from now, we all look back and we can say like, man, we lived through the quarantine and we lived through the coronavirus, da 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 because like, my dad, he's, I don't even know, he's has to be 62, I think, about to turn 62 in June. He's like, not in my entire life have I, have I dealt with something, you know, this serious, you know, where, where countries and the state and, you know, the, you know, states are shutting down. He's like, I've, I've never remembered anything like this. I mean, like This is a very unique moment for, for a lot of us, a lot of our families, and, and, and I think we need to be very cautious on how we handle it because it appears to be something serious that doesn't happen often. That's what am I talking about. But it is kind of funny that, like, uh, Harvey Weinstein, I think, tested positive that he has the coronavirus. How convenient that Harvey Weinstein has the coronavirus. Now he's trying to get out of prison. Nope, 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 nope. 6 9 actually was scared of getting the coronavirus, too. And, um... He got denied. You're st- and the thing about 6ix9ine, I love 6ix9ine, by the way. For everybody listening that didn't know this, I like 6ix9ine. But, like, the thing that bothers me about 6ix9ine is, bruh, you get out in August. You've already been in there since November of 2018. Shut the fuck up. Serve your time. And do what you gotta do, bruh. Like, it's March, and I, I trust me, I know every day has to be hell in there, but it's like, dog, you're so fucking close of just getting that shit over with. Just finish your sentence, bro. We don't want to hear that you're still trying to get out. Before that, he was scared for his life, and his life was being threatened, and he wanted out then. Now it's the coronavirus. He obviously hates it in there, and he's probably not in general population, but can you... Uh, we're going fucking crazy over, like, quarantine when we have internet and TV and Netflix and podcasts and family and food. He's probably in a cell by himself somewhere, and I know that I would be scra- uh, scratching at any type of excuse to get the fuck out of there. So I'm a hypocrite. Um, whatever I just said about six nine, I forgive him. Get the fuck out of there. 
I, <laughs> I'm literally just telling him to shut the fuck up and serve his time. And then I was like, nah, you know what? Get the fuck out of there, man. That's crazy. Uh, yeah. So six nine, he got the he he got denied though. So poor six nine, he's gonna have to serve his time until till August. So the money situation. I heard that the the whole thousand dollar check thing got rejected, and now heard that twelve hundred dollars has got approved. Boy, that's that's. I mean, it's not a lot of money, but it's a it's a good amount of money. I was trying to think of like, man, if I had twelve hundred dollars, like, how could I spend it smartly? I was like, man, it could pay for my phone, it could pay for my, you know, car insurance, it could pay for my uh, electricity, my internet, you know, da da da. da for a couple months, I was like, man, that would be kind of neat to have all free for a couple months, you know, a month or two or three or four. So that I mean, it would help for sure. Oh, man, have you guys heard of this show called The Steve Wilkos Show? This shit just happened to me today, by the way, and it was so funny. I had to speak about it today because, like, man, they have the craziest topics. Uh, Jerry Springer has, like, a court show now. Steve Wilkos, but that used to be... I'm watching all these fucking daytime shows now that we're now that we're working from home. Steve Wilkos is the bald guy that used to be Jerry Springer's bodyguard on the show. So he used to every time all these crazy people back, like, ah, fuck you, motherfucker, man, and they try to fight. Steve Wilkos was the bald white guy to break him up. Now he has his own type of Jerry Springer show with the same type of Jerry Springer topics. The guy was like. Hell no, nah, man. I seen my girl in a porno. And he's like, hold on, hold on, hold on, man. You seen, you seen your girl in a porno? He's like, yeah, I seen her. And he's like, how do you know it's your girl? He's like, she had the same exact lingerie. She had the same tattoos. And she even had her wedding ring on. He's like, God damn. He's like, how many pornos do you think there are in this world? Trillions? And the guy's like, yeah. He's like, what's the chances of you just coming across your wife's porno? He's like, I think it's crazy too, but I seen her ass in the porno. And then he was like, hell nah, why would you think I'm just randomly being in a fucking porno? I don't just be fucking. What's wrong with you? He's like, I just think it's kind of weird. A couple weeks ago, you asked me, you asked me, how would you feel if I was in a porno? Then a couple weeks later, I see a bitch in the same lingerie with the same tattoos with the same wedding ring. She's like, you didn't see shit. You seen a fucking gold wedding band. You seen the inside of her hand. You just seen the wedding band. You didn't see no ring. That bitch don't look like me. What I think, what I think is you up to something and you trying to blame me on some shit. And then, then Steve Wilkos was like, let me ask you a question. Do you sleep with other women? And the guy was like, uh, uh. And he was like, cat got your tongue? Cat got your tongue? Now, well, uh, the, 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 the lie detector test is set, setting the truth free. Let's just put it that way. The lie detector is setting the truth free. And Steve Wilkos was like, yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. Well, we got the results when we come back. Then, then they come back from the commercial break. And then uh, Steve Wilkos was like, Ma'am, was it you in that porno? The lie detector says, No. And she's like, That's what the fuck I thought, motherfucker. I ain't just fucking nobody on no porno. What the fuck was wrong with you? 
then she's like, has this man been sleeping with other females? According to the law detector test, you have. And he's like, oh, hell no. That fucking test is bullshit. Those tests are fucking bullshit. That shit's bullshit. Yeah, man, it was fucking crazy, man. I, I literally, like, I was watching that shit just eyes glued to the TV screen. So I'm from Smithville, Texas, man. Smithville, Texas, man. We have about 3,500 people in the whole town. I had two people from Smithville on, on the Jerry Springer show. They, they 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 graduated with me. Same age. I mean, we grew up together on the Jerry Springer show. I had I had the link not too long ago. It's fucking hilarious. The dude's fucking, uh, I can't use that word anymore. What's the, what's the right word? I don't even want to mess up, but um, a little person. Is it a dwarf? 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 I don't know. A little person for sure will work. Yeah, so he was a little person. He was on the Jerry Springer show, which I thought was pretty neat. Because uh, we graduated with each other. I've probably known him since the second grade, man. Had this girl talking about, um, on social media, she was talking about uh, dating apps. She was like, I'm going to get rid of my dating apps, you know. I don't know. And I was thinking about dating apps, and I was like, you know what? Like, I've never legitimately been on a dating app, but like, how I, I, I hate that they're so frowned upon. Why are they frowned upon? Especially like when you live in a big ass city and you're limited. Like if so, like, let's just say you're 30 years old and you have a full time job. Where are you supposed to meet men and, and females at? OK, you work with like the same five dudes or the same five girls every single day. A, you're never, ever supposed to, you know, date people in the office. Number two. What if you're not attracted to them? OK, so that's that. So you get out of work at five o'clock, you go home, like you're supposed to meet him when you pick up McDonald's or, you know, something through the drive through or the, you know, the hour or two that you go out on the weekends or three hours that you go out on the weekends. You're limiting yourself. I feel these dating apps like they keep you entertained. You get a ton of new options all across the city, outside of the city, different states, if you're interested in that stuff like you get to put your interest on there. You know, people get to look at you and, you know, swipe left to swipe right if it's Tinder. Um, and, and again, I've, I've never been on Match.com, but, like, I think you have to, like, answer a questionnaire and then people that have the same type of answers, you know, match up with you. I think it's brilliant. I don't know why it's frowned upon so fucking much. Um, so don't quit your dating apps. I mean, if, you, if you're single, dating apps the way to go, in my opinion, based off, you know, everything that I've heard. You know, so I've, I've had friends and I know people that have friends that have got married off dating apps, have a girlfriend or boyfriend on dating apps. But yeah, this working from home man, it's tough, bro. It's tough, bro. Like you wake up, you log into your computer. Normally, you don't need to, you know, drive nowhere. You don't need to. You literally wake up. I can wake up at 720 and be logged in at 730 with a cup of coffee in my hand. You, you, you log in. At work, work, you know, you can have two 20-minute breaks. What the fuck am I going to do on a two 20-minute breaks that I can't already do at the house? What am I supposed to do with these breaks now? You could go walking, I guess, if you really wanted to. Still, even for, like, your hour lunch, like, I got everything right here. I open up the refrigerator, you know, whatever. Like, so, you're pretty much stuck at the computer for nine hours. Now we're like, can't leave unless it's for essentials. There's lines outside of HEB, so you really don't want to wait in line. So you're at the house damn near 24-7. 
only so much social media you can look into. There's only so much TV, only so much Netflix, but there are a ton, a ton of On Wax episodes that you have not listened to. We have over 120 episodes. 120. You've probably only listened to 20 or 10. I'm just saying, like, we have some classics in there. I have a couple good ones, man. I I told you guys about the, uh, man, that was that one. I forget what it's called. Uh, Behind Bars. That was my solo episode. That was cool. But, man, me and LJ have this one about, like, should guys, you know, pay for all the dates? Uh, That's probably one of my favorite ones. Can you pay the tab? Can you pay the tab is probably my favorite episode of all time. I think that's what it's called. But, um. It's, you know, it's a while back, but long story short, there's tons of episodes that if you haven't heard, definitely go back and listen to them. Um, we're going to make this one kind of quick just because, um, again, LJ is supposed to be back. LJ was going to be back today. He wanted to record later tonight. I couldn't record later tonight, so I went ahead and told him, you know, let's work on it another the day. Me and LJ plan on doing this March Madness bracket. Shout out to my boy Josh for sending it to us. It's a ton of songs. It's a March Madness bracket with, you know, different songs on there. And uh, I tried not to look too far into the bracket because I want them to be fresh when I'm looking at them. So I kind of looked at it. I was like, oh, yeah, this will be fun. And kind of put it in the back of my head, in the back of my mind. I talked to LJ about it. He's totally down to do it. So hopefully to you might get two episodes this week, by the way. Uh, we might save the LJ episode for the first thing next week just so we can kind of space them out a little bit better. Or I might just say, fuck it, goosh, 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 and send it to you quick. But, um, yeah, we're going to do this March Madness bracket. We're probably going to have close to the same answers because we like the same type of music. Um, but there's going to be a couple. There's a couple tough ones on there. So, like, I'm looking at them. I'm like, that's going to be tough to answer. So, like, we, we might, we might, uh, we might, you know, have some differences here and there. So, I'm, I'm kind of excited to see that. Um, other than that, what else I got? Um... Um, big things popping though, man. Shirts are still on the way. I know I keep telling you that. Of course, this whole quarantine and chill thing has kind of, you know, pressed the brakes a little bit on the shirts. Hopefully I get those to you guys. Uh, man, I I don't even want to give you a a due date anymore. Um, cause I keep pressing it back, pressing it back, pressing it back. I honestly thought they were going to be ready last week. Uh, not ready this week. Hopefully next week. I'm got, I got my fingers crossed that the shirts will be ready next week, which is kind of cool because, you know, uh, not supposed to don't find me but if i had to deliver a couple of them if i have to ship a couple of them uh we can we're gonna make it all work out so if you buy the shirt it's gonna help out the podcast it's gonna you know get me some new equipment for the podcast it's gonna i'm gonna put it all back towards the podcast so um i'm really excited about that um i want to make it a little bit easier and a little bit nicer for when i actually have in-house guests for them as well so all the shirt proceeds are going to the uh to the podcast so if you guys want to support the podcast um again we have the black we have the white we have the gray out of wax it and put it on wax shirts they're going to come out again hopefully sometime next week uh guys keep you guys posted on that if you don't already follow us on um instagram follow us on instagram uh give us a five-star review on itunes if you haven't already follow us on soundcloud i think you can like the track on well however the fuck you can promote us share us share a post um a couple of our good friends have actually reshared and posted on their story if you have done that already i greatly appreciate it if you haven't already shame on you um and keep doing it, by the way. Like, just because you did it once don't mean you've done it enough. Like, man, the, the the way we grow is word of mouth. So the more people that you can kind of push it to, the more people that I'm trying to push it to um, is how we grow. Yeah.
So if you guys can share it, you know, like it, five star review, all that good stuff, I greatly appreciate it because I got this whole bitch on my back right now, and uh, and we trying to make this shit work, man. On wax the podcast, John Exotic, LJ's coming soon. We're gonna have to make a fun fun episode for that. We're gonna have to do the March Madness bracket, and I'm gonna have to beef up beef up that episode because I can't wait for him to come back. Um, it's already fact, like it's factual. Like everyone tells me. You wouldn't believe though, like some for some of the new listeners, I don't know how true this is, but like LJ is the favorite on the podcast. I mean, that hurts me to say it, but every time everyone listens to the podcast, it's like, dude, <laughs> damn, dude, LJ made me laugh, man, dude, who's that guy? He's so funny, man, and I'm just like, blah 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 blah. So it's funny, LJ, and and everybody tells us like those are our best episodes. They're like, oh, the ones that you do a guest and people with it that are on Netflix, Narcos, and, you know, NFL players and NBA players and rappers and comedians, yeah, those are cool, but do, oh, and the ones that you do by yourself, I mean, but the ones that you do with LJ, man, so I got to get him back on the podcast. I've been, like I said, our schedules just have not been aligning up, and uh, I can't have y'all, I can't have my, my fan base starving, I can't have them in the streets starving, so I got to feed y'all boys. So that's why I'm, I'm here today. But hopefully, again, hopefully here soon we can get him on and yeah, we can drop another classic episode. I'm going to try, if I, if not tonight, I'm going to try tomorrow to get him on. Jay Hen, John Exotic, LJ, on Wax the Podcast. We out!